Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. I don't know about you, but I am more nervous for today's interview than I've been for any other interview. Um, because it could go so off the rails. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it will. I. It will definitely. Adam. I know that Adam has. Oh, secret surprise guests. Adam and Claudio. Surprise. Are coming on, and I know that Adam is just gonna give us his worst. Oh yeah, no, Claudio too. He's terrified, and he's like. We'll see. We'll see if he even says a word. I mean, we're going to get the worst or nothing. If he even comes on. He's 20 feet away. I'm sick. I can't make it. <laughs> Wi-Fi's not working. Family emergency. Yeah. I know your tricks, dude. Um, how's your morning? Um, great. Good. <laughs> you know, everything's good. I wanted to talk to you about something that we've been talking about in secret for days now. <sighs> Tell them. You know what it is. It is this Vulture New York Magazine collab. I think Vulture is a subsidiary, but they are doing this. I don't even want to say the words, but it is the Nepo baby, the nepotism baby articles. And they were they were like nonstop slide after slide image of these like weirdly cut out heads with no necks. And I'm intrigued I saw a comment where someone said, now you have to do every field because it seems like when you understand the industry, when you have a leg up, that's the way of the world. And I'm glad they're drawing attention to it because it does seem like every industry is probably somewhat like that, but it's also kind of maybe obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. If you walk into any, you know, law firm, doctor's office, even, uh, you know, the deli. <laughs> um, a lot of people sort of rely on their connections. And I guess maybe the entertainment industry, people feel like you're jumping the line mm-hmm. and that you don't have to prove yourself in terms of like taking an LSAT maybe or mm-hmm. going to medical school or something like that. But I don't know many actors or people in those fields who don't then have to prove that they have the chops. I don't know. I guess it's subjective, but I definitely feel like it's kind of unfair. And I'm not playing a tiny violin for. (laughs) Did you see the one this morning? I was going to send it to you. I don't. I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. It's the picture of Miley Cyrus. Oh, I did with with Dolly Parton. What's going on? It's like it it makes it look like Dolly Parton's her mom. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't put any context there. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard line to draw because Miley Cyrus is obviously a really amazing singer. Yeah, she's incredibly you know. talented. I know. So it's kind of like, well, you that's genetics. You can't like fake singing. Yeah. If you're Celine Dion's child and you can sing, I mean, sure, you can, you know, do America's Got Talent or whatever, like whatever the steps are now. But you and I talked about how actors back in the day would just be walking around you know the walmart and an agent would say oh (laughs) 
you're yeah. attractive. You'd be a great actress, you know? So I don't yeah. know. I think it's a little crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised how many times I've read they were just out in public, like Austin Butler I was mentioning. It's just like walking around Santa Monica or something, you know? And so it's like yeah. proximity, but it's also like the blessed genetics for whatever reason. And I think they're taking advantage of people who don't necessarily know how the industry works. Yeah. Like somebody's dad is like a grip or a carpenter <laughs> on a set and somehow they have jumped the line it's just like these are these are just regular jobs chill out yeah phoebe bridger's parents was something like that it was like lighting right i think he was a yeah. carpenter like right leave phoebe alone leave everybody yeah. alone same with what i don't know who Jaden martell is but it said his dad was a chef and i'm like what <laughs> yeah yeah it's so random i mean that's just such a weird way to call someone out like because you're dad is a chef you know um i'm not sure i don't know the whole thing is a little bit ridiculous yeah you know there can be ways to just be like i'm lucky i'm privileged i got a leg up yes and just acknowledge it and be also like i work really hard yeah i agree we live in a society where everything has to be cut and dry there's no gray area it's like you are part of this group. It's not fair. Fuck off. Yeah, interesting. I don't think life is that clear cut. No, it's not. I'm I'm intrigued by the whole conversation. But I do think it's like every industry everywhere. Great. You know, so. But at the same time, you know, you, it's this weird to say, but, I, but I'm like, I'm working really hard. I'm writing these books. Adam's working really hard. So our kids have opportunities to do whatever mm -hmm. they want with their life. And so it's interesting that that would kind of be like casting shadows on their parents or whatever for somehow helping them break in. Yeah. As if, you know, every businessman who goes to Harvard and then makes connections at Harvard doesn't have children who then have a leg up. It's every industry. It's everything. Yeah. And it's, and I think, it, like I said, it's worth noticing in the world. But I think that the world has probably always worked this way. I'm reading that magic book, The History of Magic. Yes. And there's this long history of like up to 8,000, 10,000 years ago, whatever, like in Uruk, the oldest records they have of this family of, it would be like, um, hundreds of years of generations of being the shaman, like having the magician, because you learn from your parents, you're indoctrinated into it. And so that was a good career and you, and you were stable and you had right, you know, some sort of uh, affluence and you, it was handed down. <laughs> and so I'm like, humans have always done this. Yeah. That's where you learn. I mean, you learn from your parents, you learn a craft and it used, yes, it used to be that that's where your last name came from. Yeah, right. That's, You're the cobbler. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, parents are your um, your first teacher. I think the boys are here, by the way. Yeah, they are. Hi, guys. They're just lurking. Were you lurking? Me? No. I haven't signed into Zoom for so long. I didn't. I forgot how to do it. <laughs> and then so it just took me a second. I was going to do it on my computer, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, wow. Look at you. Oh, tell me about all your things. Let's start. <laughs> we'll start on your left, my right, and then we'll go from there. This side? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of 
uh, her, uh, just synthesizer, pretty a lot of synthesizers in this room. Yeah. So much but, fun. Yeah. That's the room you were telling me about. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's more magical than I imagined. I was actually gonna, I, I came on earlier and, uh, saw you both were talking, but of course, like last minute fashion, I put together like a sequence and I was going to do some like pseudo holiday jam, but I was like, uh, I'm not going to do it either. You absolutely should. Please. No. Adam brought the holiday <laughs> sweatshirt and you got to bring the jams. We're ready. You're the only one. Look at you. You forgot the dress code, dude. Oh, is that really a thing? No, you didn't tell me anything about that. <laughs> I didn't. Nobody told me that either. I'm just doing laundry. <laughs> right. You see? <laughs> well, here we go. Let's turn it on. Do, 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 do. He's happening? hopefully he's, he's uh or I think he might be changing his shirt and he needs some privacy. Claudio's, you know, actually, I don't know if you guys know this about Claudio, but he doesn't like to show his knees. <laughs> no, I didn't know that about him. Uh, oh man, we're jamming now. I knew this interview would go off the rails just right away. Why bother with questions, truly? <laughs> that was like a Peanuts moment. <laughs> Hold on, I need some reverb. These two will do anything to avoid this interview. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. <laughs> uh, I'm fooling around. <laughs> that was beautiful. It's like coral. That's what we're going to have to use for the intro of this show now. Thank you. You just made more work for yourself. You have a new job. <laughs> Next time you guys come, you have to come over and jam. Yeah. Oh, it's man, all here for that. Don't you're uh, putting Claudio in a weird position because that means I'm just going to be downstairs. Well, what does this one sound like? What is this? <laughs> Let's play with this one. <laughs> It'll give him a chance to actually play with those toys. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting to a point where I, I, you know, there's just too much stuff in here. So we were actually talking about there's like a storage unit a block away, and considering like putting some of the stuff in there because it's so hard to start something when yeah. there's so much of this stuff looking at you and uh, where do you start? So, so yeah, I gotta I gotta shed some of the uh, the weight. It's uh, it's it or you just get another interface and everything's just patched in at all times. Right. And usually it is. That's the thing is it's all it's all patched in, ready to go. Like I have all the inputs right here on the uh, on the left, but I've been actually just taking them, you know, just unplugging everything um, yeah. to because uh, my, my problem with it is, is I, I, you know, I grew up playing with hardware. And so to send MIDI and be away from the instrument uh, I find it's not as inspiring. So like, for example, sure. I have this here and, you know, I can actually tweak the parameters of the actual instrument as opposed to like having to get up and go back there and fool around with it. I'd much rather have it nearby. 
Uh, yeah. And so that's that's what I'm starting to find is as, as convenient as this is, it's not as inspiring, if that makes sure. sense. And sorry, I didn't really want to take this off of the rails and <laughs> this no, is my like, life. nervous. This is my life. <laughs> Could you see Misha and I's eyes just like glazed over? Yeah, I think I fell like, asleep uh... for a second. I could sit here for an hour not listening to this. This is just like yeah, yeah. That's like it. Yeah, I do have to hand it to you because there's a, there's a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, mm-hmm. like a whole lot of that, and which isn't easy. But but it's interesting what you say about the options because I I feel that same way, and it's something in Sylvie that I've started to notice too. And I also well, it happened with um. Asa and Keaton too, but I guess like just because of the age Sylvie is, they like if there's too many options, it's like you just shut down. Yeah. And I do the I do the same thing, which is why like even like with I mean, you know, like there's days to where I'm like, this sound, that's it. That's the only <laughs> thing I'm where I'm not allowed in like that, like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, they say with kids that you should only put a few toys out in sight. Otherwise, they're overwhelmed and they won't play with anything. So I think. And we failed at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we are. We're here to interview you two, though I'm sure we could turn this whole thing into talking about in toys, music toys. Well, it's funny. It's funny you should, you should mention that because I have. I have this fantastic music toy right here oh. that my pal sent me, and it's so much fun and uh-huh. dirty, and so dirty. <laughs> right on. So, if we wanted to talk about that, I'd be happy to. Yeah, maybe later. But <laughs> I think we'll start with a few questions for y'all. And Adam, if you want to bring up that, what you know that um, what Claudio gifted you, you're free to. It, if you want to work it into your answer. Yes, this is natural advertising. Yeah. Just as it goes on, I'll just like scratch my head with it. <laughs> just so hot in here. So good. <laughs> well, I'm guessing that our listeners have no idea who either of you are. So maybe you want to like just introduce yourselves, you know. Right. A little 30 second intro. Yeah, a little bio. Okay. I'm Claudio Sanchez of Coheed and Cambria. I am author of The Amory Wars. I am not a nep- Nepo baby. What is it? Because <laughs> that's what you guys were talking about before we came on, right? I am the son of a heat treat specialist at Chromaloy. Uh, and my mother worked at AT&T as a c- c- customer service representative. Uh, that is me. Oh, cool. <laughs> I follow that. There's uh, my name's Adam Lazara of the band Taking Back Sunday. And um, am I supposed to say what my parents did? My dad built boats, but he recently retired. And uh, and so now I think he just smokes cigars and read reads books, which wow. is awesome. And uh, sitting on the porch. And then uh, and my mom is an environmental scientist. Oh, oh. nice. Mm. Yeah. I hope that the New York Magazine's listening. Put that in their bios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get started. So, um, 
Claudio, Adam, we'll start with Claudio. Tell us, please, what are you juggling? Is that celery? Oh, no, it's a tape, tape measure. <laughs> oh, okay. Right now, he's juggling some celery. <laughs> All right, so please tell us what you're juggling this week. Uh, wait, wait, well, I have mine, too. Oh, right what? on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have been writing music for the past uh, couple of weeks, but this this week I've, I've sort of, you know, I just decided to relax um, and I'm juggling uh, video gaming. <laughs> That's Yay. about it. Oh, you know, I'm outside so of the jealous. obvious. Right. <laughs> like, but, but, you know, outside of the obvious of like, you know, you know the responsibilities of being a parent but for time to myself it's uh you know i'm playing games uh, it god of war evil west uh, Caliastro protocol i'm like trying to cram all I'll of come these again. games in <laughs> um <laughs> just because i i you know christmas to me like it just reminds me of being a kid and um you know just at that time you know growing up in the 80s i mean video game consoles were like becoming a thing and that was a big part of my childhood so it kind of reminds me i get nostalgic mm. for that like just you know submitting to the season and just you know getting lost in hopefully a good story um that i can engage with and and so far god of war i think has been great it's been doing a great job of that so um especially since it's like a father-son story um, you know, it's funny yesterday I get off the train from picking Atlas up from school because he they they were concerned he was coughing. And so we were walking home from the subway and uh I saw our shadows, and all I could think about was the Kratos and Atreus uh dynamic, these two characters. And I took a picture of our shadows because they looked so much alike, like his hair was kind of frizzed <laughs> out and mine was where our jackets were similar. And I was like, oh, this is cute. I'm gonna take a photograph of this. But that's pretty much it. I'm just like relaxing and sex. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, nice. no. Just kidding. Just... Good for you. Why do we have to be the dirty <laughs> <laughs> Is that part of God of War or is that separate? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening I, in those video I th games? I thought I'd bring it. I thought I'd bring it to some reality um, oh, outside of like um, outside of just being a dork. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You're so I'm a dork, out. but I do it too. <laughs> this is a retaliation to that Onion article. <gasps> oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Oh my article? god, it was. So, it was like a hard times article. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was like. I used to listen to Coheed and Cambria, but then I just started having sex. Right. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I too can do it. Yeah. Um, Rude. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Just rela really relaxing. I love this. <laughs> All right, babe, what about you? Uh, I've been... So we had those... Like, we do the holiday shows every year in New Jersey, in Sayreville, New Jersey, and um, at the Starland Ballroom. And then, but for the past two years, we added these two shows on Long Island, um, which you guys came to the first one. Thank you for so coming. Friends. So nice having you there. And then, um, so we got home from that. And then uh, I like told myself that I would wait to like do the Christmas stuff until after the holiday shows because we moved those shows up a uh, weekend. And then so I thought, oh, I'll have time to. And then I got back and uh, I was like, why did I 
do that. And then I just wish I would have had it all sorted out beforehand. Cause I've just been doing that mm. mainly um, just trying to get that, you know, all squared away. And then like, I think I have a hard time and this is where those options, like the options thing comes back is when I'm like, you know, like I'll like have an idea of like, oh man, it would be so great to like get this for my dad, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll get to the place and be like there for an hour and a half because I can't, because there's too many options. Yeah. And then, and which is also why I can't really shop on Amazon unless I know exactly what I want. And then, or like need, you know? So um, anyways, I've been doing that. And today was the first day I sat down um, at the computer and I've just been uh, playing with noises and, and sounds and things this morning so far. And that's what I'm doing. What, do you, what are you guys doing? Well, funny you say that, Adam, because Misha has said that you're a really good gift giver. I try to be. And uh, so it's a, it's a I, talent. I appreciate that. Thank you, Misha, for saying that. Yeah, he's Father God Christmas. Goddamn right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you're Sorry. doing is working. Well, it's it, it never feels like it's working as it's happening, but then later is when it's like, okay, everything's fine. <laughs> like, but um, so it's yeah, it's uh, I've been doing that and trying not to go crazy. Also, like navigating, which it's different for you guys being like kind of like in New York and all that. It's like a whole different, uh, different experience, but just with like the just sheer amount of people and like trying to maneuver all that, uh, like traffic. And then you go to the place and you're like, where am I going to park? And then that takes forever. And then like the majority of people are just angry. So, so like, then it's just this thing of like, okay, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get stressed out. We're going to take it easy. But this is like, the whole time. So I found myself some nights, like when I'm home, just like, ah, not knowing what to do with myself, you know, because after dealing with all that all day, but the anger this season has been like on another level. Yeah, it's like weird. Know what it is? Inflation. It's true. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And just being human. Uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible, just, terrible. Human. Just, yeah, <laughs> just trying to navigate being a human. Mm. <laughs> well, Obviously, we know that gift giving is uh, one of your love languages. What's something else that listeners might be surprised to hear about your life, Adam? You can start. Wait, about my what? About your life. Oh, life. Um, I enjoy, well, like with the Christmas stuff, I like really enjoy wrapping things because it's like something to do with my hands and it's repetitive and my mind can wander. So that's something. I don't know if that's really exciting, but we were just on the subject. So I figured, um, yeah. I thought you were going to mean uh, emceeing. When you said, I really like rapping. I didn't uh, really, like, <laughs> I don't know why, like rapping presents just completely went over my head as you said yeah. Christmas, but I was like, whoa. You're, you're like, what? Hip hop? <laughs> There's, uh, I'm going to leave that to Josh. And it, <laughs> is he still doing the weird science stuff? Uh, at the moment, no. Uh, no he's, man. He, well, he's like publicly said that his last show um, was the was the cruise um, in two thousand the first Never Ender cruise. But I'm sure, he, yeah, you know, I'm sure he he would. And he's a talented guy, so I feel like, yeah, yeah. 
if the right thing, right opportunity came about, he would probably do it. I'm, you know, or the inspiration struck. I, I hope he does more stuff just because I enjoy listening. Right on. So, but, uh, yeah, that stuff's good. I have been listening to a lot of Chance the Rapper. He's just my favorite. Uh, but that's about it. I know. Do you hear how I said said that? I have been listening to a lot of Chance the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> like extra light. <laughs> Claudia, what about you? I want to know. Uh, well, uh, what what was the question? I'm sorry. Something that people would be surprised to hear about your life. Mm. That you've never wrapped a Christmas present ever one time. <laughs> no, I have. Come on. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. believe that. No, he's good. he's actually really you're really good at wrapping gifts. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh what He's like, That's yeah, true. I know. <laughs> uh, um I'm trying to think. You like, you know, Chandra showed me these questions earlier and uh and I just I just have a hard time answering questions like these for some reason. So now I have to relook at it. Um I don't know why. Uh, Mish didn't tell Mish didn't tell me. Not a thing. You don't need to know. You're better on the fly. All right, here we go. Okay, so I it looks like as if I wrote answers down. I didn't, but for some reason, like when I see the question, it reminds me of the answer I came up with. So what does someone not know about me in my life? Well, when I was young, um uh Hulk Hogan took on the ultimate warrior in WrestleMania six. Okay. And uh I was a very big uh, fan of Hulk Hogan. My brother, however, was the opposite. And Hogan lost that match in WrestleMania six. Oh, no, brother. I cried. I cried. Oh, no. Real hard. Um, when he when he fell to the ultimate warrior. Um, but uh, that's all I got for you. (laughs) Have you never been the same since? Absolutely not. Well, Chandra, you know, one time Chandra is actually a great gift giver and she got me a WWF championship belt signed by Hulk Hogan. Wow. And it said uh, to the champion of the husboy of the husboys, which Chandra has like, she decided to call me husboy instead of husband. (laughs) But yeah, uh, you know, that's that's about it. I mean, I mean, for real. If I had to talk about like what I do for a living, like I, you know, one thing that is a big misconception of of who I am in this band is like I don't I don't really know what the hell I'm doing, uh, um, in terms of like <laughs> like music theory or um, you know, uh, like I, I was never I learned everything by ear, um, and feeling, and so I don't. Like I'll sit in a room with someone that really is accomplished, and you know they have this idea, this misconception that I, you know, am like trained, and I will have no idea how to communicate. Like even the bare simplest <laughs> stuff, like what the note, you know, chords, what the notes are. I just kind of figured it out, but I never decided to learn the theoretical part of it. So, kind of a big dummy. There's I I uh no you're just so modest it's so nice (laughs) so nice you're not just like eating your own bullshit all the time you're like sitting (laughs) over there like oh god I'm terrible and then you're like yeah but I don't know what to do yeah there. 
I just love it. Weird, he was doing Yankee Doodle, and I was like, "Yeah, I do the same thing." Good job, buddy. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> saying saying "buddy" instead of like "honey" or "sweet" or yes. it's like so much. It's just a little dig, just a little. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good there are people who play because they know the rules you know they read music they know theory they understand it and then there are people who are just inspired and, and figure it out because they want it mm-hmm. yeah. it's like a writer saying they don't feel qualified to write even though they're this amazing novelist because they don't know how to break down a sentence to its component parts you know that doesn't take anything away from their writing just because they don't, you know, have like a grammar degree. So, yeah. But if things go uh, right, well. we're all going to have a grammar degree, Mish. <laughs> I'm just going to. Oh, man, that's like Mish's dream world. I know. I need to take her class desperately. It wasn't until I realized the power of grammar. And so maybe there is some power in theoretic music theory. I don't know, but I just. I know, feel you... the power of <laughs> grammar. Knows? Like to, uh, to uh, Bonnie Raitt. Oh, but like God. rather than like the because i feel the power like uh uh what's the name of the song i can't make you love oh. me if you don't oh. but you just change it all and it's about grammar great great oh, solid stuff this yeah where's our sketch can. comedy show let's do this i had suggested that you and misha write uh, an album about grammar rules fun for everybody oh man you could be like a uh, I before E except after C. Then that's how you put it together. Nope. Okay. Well, you're onto something. Yeah. yeah close. Ooh. Close. Oh, Claude's inspired. He's Ooh. like, okay. <laughs> All right. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think that I would, you know, you never know how you would approach it differently. You know, if you had all that knowledge and it might take some of the magic away. So. Right. I don't know. I'm rethinking grammar now. <laughs> there, Well, I, I think it's just like tools because I've been slowly learning. I didn't like to start to take like the theory or anything like that seriously until far too late. And then, like, that's one of those things to where it's like, oh, if you could go back and do something differently, like, what would you do? And and that's like one of the top on my list. And just because it's like tools, you know, like, you know, if you're like uh, building something or taking something apart, you know, like, it's nice to like, if you have the correct tools, you can get the get it get uh, to the end goal more efficiently. And then so that's kind of my thing with that. Dad and I just want to know because I've always been like, what is this secret language everyone around me is speaking all the time? And <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Misha inspires me a lot with her drive to just learn and go and do the thing. Oh, same. It's just like, I wish that I knew the rules to break. Yeah. I love breaking rules. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> So. Rules. What are rules? <laughs> yeah. Seems that's what we did, and that's what's got us here. It's true. True. Man. Yeah. <laughs> We've All made right. it this far. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys are nepo babies. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yep. I Hold am on. too. I my dad's a teacher. Right <laughs> yeah. My mom was my homeschool teacher. 
So we have a lot of connections. Oh my God. It's like the, it's the first thing that comes up. Oh no. It's like a song by Jules. It is pretty funny. Like we were talking about it yesterday. Oh, a nepotism. Just because somebody might be in the industry doesn't mean that that position gains you any entry into, you know, the success. Yeah. It's just like some of them are so outlandish. Yeah, really random. Yeah. Yeah. But Chandra said something that made a whole lot of sense. Is it just this is just there to make people feel better about whatever, you know, like, what did you say, Shawnee, yesterday that? I feel like it takes the sort of focus off of like, why am I not doing a thing? Right. And it makes you feel better to be like, you know what? I I didn't get this interview because this person got it because they cheated. Because um, Jimmy Dean got in it because his dad was his sausage janitor at the sausage factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What was the Timothy Chalamet one? Oh, Leprechaun, director of Leprechaun, oh, Leprechaun 2. 2. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't um, know if that's a help or a hindrance. Yeah. <laughs> Man, just the covers of those Leprechaun movies scared me. Oh. I, I've oh. never seen one, but I remember because we used to go to this Kroger, this grocery store called Kroger, and they and they had like the magazine and like the video rental section. And... Uh, and I would always go and look there. I also tried to rent like Purple Rain for years and my parents just wouldn't let me do it. And they, which I understood why when I finally saw it. But but there. Yeah. But those covers that and Critters. Forget it. Too scary. Wow. I don't remember Critters. Leonardo DiCaprio's first movie. Oh, really? I don't know if it was. Yeah. I don't know if it was Critters one, but it was one of the Critters. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure it was his first movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Here I am thinking he just went straight to Gilbert Grape. No. Yeah. Oh, no, he was on that TV bar. show, the 90s TV show, Step by Step. Not Step by Step. But no, like, not Step by Step. Family Ties? No. Growing maybe. Pains. Growing Pains? Growing Pains sounds right. He was like the neighbor. Now I need to check my information now. <laughs> yeah. Why I know this. First yeah. movie. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're looking at Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> IMDb, <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. His first so, movie, 1991, Critters 3. Oh, three. Oh, three. three. Wow, there's so many Critters. But was that before or after Step by Step? or whatever? Oh, maybe after, because that's ni- this is 1991. His first television debut was 1989, The New Lassie. Oh. oh. Lassie. According I know to that Wikipedia. was much better than the old Lassie. <laughs> Okay, all right. Oh, so. All right. Wah, wah. Life on the road has some ups and downs, and we've had, you know, the wives on talking about what you all experience when you're out there. But what are a few things that listeners might not understand about what it's like living on the road for weeks and months at a time? Um, Adam, you go ahead. There, it's like funny, this like thing, and like we've been saying it for years, but kind of like this idea because in movies and in things like that, like the whole, the whole experience is like very over exaggerated, you know. I mean, as is most anything, but but they like this kind of this idea of like glamorous and and like uh party all the time, you know, it's not like that at all, like there's 
you know, um, times or or like who said it? Somebody said recently they were talking about um, we were talking about like being on tour and like because we're always talking about just how lucky we are that we're even able to do it still. And this is in, like it's insane. Like we feel like or I feel like I've just been like tricking people for a long time now. And it's just so, like I can't believe it. And then but they described it as as um, do you think I want to spend five weeks running 80 miles an hour down a fart tube down the highway? Like, well, and and then I was like, yeah, fart. it is a fart tube, isn't it? And then like, um, so so that's a mis misconception, though, you think about just how fortunate ha like having the bus and things. So that's a whole other like, I don't want to complain about any of it, but um, and then I feel like when you ask the question, what's like something somebody like my first reaction is, oh, I'm going to complain. Mm -hmm. And then um, which is maybe something I need to work on in general. Well, you're allowed to complain about farts. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're in a tube of, the, of them <laughs> there, there, there it's um, there is a fair amount of downtime. And this could just be me, but I have had a really hard time managing that downtime um over the years and i'm like just starting to like really uh because at like a certain point i feel like throughout a tour like you're you hit a certain point to where um you're just kind of getting through it like you're putting your head down and you're doing the thing and then um and then the shows happen and it's like, oh, my God, this is the best. But then there's all the other hours in the day. And then so that's something I've actually been working on is like managing that downtime. So before you would do what? Do what in, as opposed to what's like managing it in a successful way to you? Well, like so there's like I do believe there's like a certain amount of like mental kind of gymnastics that um happen and like even emotionally like leading up to the show so like kind of like from doors until like the time we play like there's kind of like my mind's racing i'm trying to get my head right but then before then you know if you wake up at like nine in the morning and your sound check's not until like three in the afternoon it's like well what do i do now and then so now i've like started to bring uh just bring more kind of like recording and um stuff with me and then uh but you know like a lot of that day would just be like wandering around or being like oh my god what's going like kind of thing and then like but like between making calls to home and trying to manage that while you're so far away i just said a whole bunch of words i don't know if any of them really fit together um but as the interviewer, you want to sum that up for me and then uh, make, <laughs> yeah. it, make it sound good with a little bow. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to find time to, to be productive instead of just like killing the hours in a, another dimension. Yeah. And like I spent so many years just killing the hours. And it was like, that's just, that's actually when I look back, I think one of the things that kind of like, uh, not upset with myself about, but just like disappointed like come on man you you know better and and then but it just took me a long time to get to that point because what you could have been playing music reading writing that kind of thing all of those things yeah draw drawn pictures mm -hmm. all the things mm. yeah
are you the kind of guy who likes to go out and like explore at all or you're like no no yeah absolutely not i wasn't gonna let him get away with that (laughs) no 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 dude john will like like on like this last tour uh we did over the summer like john there were days to where he would would like rent a car and just go driving and i'd be like wow i don't know how he's doing that and then because for me like i still get a lot of anxiety about the show itself and then so i like can't really enjoy anything that i'm going to do because the whole time i'm thinking like okay what's going on at the venue should i should go check on this oh the show's coming up later oh are we gonna play like this is all doing the thing and which is something i need to work on in general i guess now that i say it out loud but it's i don't um i like to stay close and just kind of in that world because in my mind it it makes it so i can do like my part better which who knows if that's true or not that's just kind of what i tell myself so i don't feel bad about like oh i'm in i mean you know i'm in wherever i should go to the museum and then i'm like no i'm not gonna go to the (laughs) museum that's just not gonna happen so i drag him places when we're out but it's always a little bit like under low-key stressful yeah, it's, I mean, I'm definitely the adventurer, and yeah. Claude likes to go ahead. Tell them what you like to do in your yeah. Tell us about time. life on the road. I like to hoard. I like to hoard. Like not, what? Not hoard. Like a collector. Hoard. Yes, I like yeah, to go buy yeah. stuff. Uh, I find that. Um, Wait. So, so you're telling me that during the day you're just out whoring around, and then comes <laughs> comes showtime. Yes. Yeah. It is 1986 in the Coheed and Cambria world. <laughs> That's another misconception. People think, oh, it's Coheed and Cambria comic book band. They must not get any action. But no, absolutely no. not. It is Caligula in our dressing room. <laughs> um, no, uh, but you, so we, you know, Adam, we came up in a very interesting time where communication has like changed during our tenure as rock oh, and roll yeah. artists. Like, totally. I mean, I remember, yeah, the time of the vans, you know, with like, I remember times where, you know, guys would, when we were in Europe, like with massive, like bags of coins, like making calls mm-hmm. back to, you know, their significant others or, um, you know, just having to use atlas, like a real atlas to like figure out like how to get, from venue to venue. And then of course those things, um, they, you know, they progressed and became map quest and we got sidekicks and, you know, now connect our connections are, are getting stronger. And one of the things that I find I really love about our, you know, our counterparts are the maps. So what I will do before making it to a venue is just kind of look and search on my map like around the venue things that i'm interested in whether it's like music stores whoop, records uh comics to- vintage toys and i'll like find spots locally and that's how i'll kill my time because i'm guilty of wanting to just kill the hours as well like i'm you know i'm out there i want to focus on the show but i also want to f- like i'm day i am so like somewhere else like trying to get home you know yeah uh, so, you know, yes, I do know kids and they're growing up and, you know, as much as like as much as it's great to have FaceTime and see them. I mean, when you get home and they're bigger, it's like you didn't really see that. On yeah. The phone, you know, um, 
So, so that's how I try to kill my time is, uh, you know, is hoarding. I really do. Chandra thinks I'm a hoarder, but all of this stuff has, has a value to me in a way that's like, Hey, Hey, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you or, or, (laughs) or the uh, gear that you have, or like there's, there's nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. uh, Right. It's just, Different strokes for different folks. You don't let her shame you. That's what no. I'm trying to right. say. <laughs> Just want to point out something that I do point out to Claudio often, and that is that the going rate of New York City real estate is $800 a square foot. So every square foot of this home, you have to look around and say, is this action figure worth $800 to me? Oh, well, just get and some, some, of them are. <laughs> some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as it turns out... <laughs> No, I like get you though, because it's like, yeah, like that's, uh, or like, we, like I relate to, um, very strongly to everything you were saying, especially about the kids, you know, like it's amazing to have FaceTime now. And it's hard to imagine like being in the van all those years ago and having that kind of technology. But then, but that's a real thing, you know, you get home and like they're bigger and they're saying more things and they're more efficient at like, walking around and stuff like that and and it's and it's um yeah that takes a little uh piece of you mm-hmm. i think and and it's but when you search with the maps like what like do you type in something specific or do you just type in the venue and then you like yeah. look closer right so i'll type into the venue uh and i'll and then i'll type in whatever it is that i'm looking for and then it will show me options around the venue yeah. Um, as opposed to like all of a sudden zooming to where maybe the bus is and giving me options there. That sometimes happens. But for the most part, if you search the venue around the venue and do you guys use master tour at all? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. I mean, that's awesome too. Cause that'll like, that will bring you right to it um, to wherever the venue or the hotel that you're staying at. And then I'll just search, search around there, you know, like one thing that I really I like to do on my that. days, days off. I, well, I used to, was go and eat Indian alone. Ooh, like it was that. like, yeah, like I would just I, this is my day off. You know, I don't like doing the big everybody, everybody go out to the, I'm like, no, I don't want to be that group of like obnoxious dudes that are just so loud in a restaurant. I'm gonna be <laughs> one alone, quiet, <laughs> you know, and uh yeah. And yeah, yeah, I do just, know. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's me. And then it becomes a nice day trip because everybody knows like on the agenda, there's a toy shop. There's like a vintage gear shop. We're going to go do these things. Who wants to go with the runner? No pressure. Right. But it's like something to kind of rely on. And that's consistency, I think, is so important for for anything, you know, any lifestyle. But this one particularly because everything else is so in flux all the time. Yeah. So on that note, you know, Misha and I talk obviously together, but also with our guests a lot about what it's like to be the people at home and sort of watching the kids grow and missing you guys and being sad that you're not present for those moments or wishing that that you could be here and see more things. What is like some advice that you might give to somebody who's just starting to tour for how to stay connected at home with their partners, with their kids, with their life? Not that any of us have it all figured out, but. No, I'm still learning. That's a the like first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, you just got to make sure like you keep the communication 
open and but then it's like that doesn't always work yeah. <laughs> like there mm. so it's so it's yeah like i think we're we're still figuring all that out what about you claudio i've got no advice <laughs> um um yeah i don't you know it's tough because i feel like it it's so subjective i think we're so this this podcast is probably it's geared more towards relationships stable it feels like more like the idea is it's stable relationships so we're all in this in at least in this uh, uh, frame of mind where we're in this together and we've all come across. I mean, if you were to ask this to somebody that's like 18, probably be, you know, maybe it is Caligula in the dressing room. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, it's you just know, a fun word. It's just such a fun <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> Words are fun. <laughs> but I I don't know. I, I, I have no in, advice. I mean, I just know that, yeah, we could sit here, like you're saying, Adam, we could say uh, uh, communication, trust. Um, I think I think patience is a big one. Mm -hmm. I know from my relationship with Chandra, Chandra, we grew doing this, you know, understanding it from. I mean, I was still in a van, the band's first we were still touring on the band's first record. So our relationship has like progressed through time does that mean we like you're saying does it mean we figured it out no it's always tough when it's time to go it never gets easy so and and yeah we try to communicate but that's also difficult she has stuff to do while you know while she's home that's hers and and she has our son so i think there needs to be that understanding of like you know when you're when i'm trying to reach you you're not always going to be there to receive, you know, receive me. So um, I don't know if I'm really helping giving any. No, you are. No, no, it, it is. It's like nice to hear. It's just nice to hear. I think like your experience with it, even when you were talking about downtime stuff, you know, like it's, it's like, Cause it's this thing of like, I know I'm not the only one or like the guys I travel with. I know they like, we're all on the same page, but then it's just so nice to hear somebody else say it. That's that, uh, um, that's not in our immediate world, you know, that we, right. And then, cause it makes me think, Oh, okay. All right. Everything's okay. And it's not just me. And, uh, it, yeah, like I feel seen, Claudio. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. I feel so seen right now. And you're not even trying to do that. And I appreciate it. It's nice to unpack it sometimes. I feel like this podcast for me and, and hopefully for Misha too has been really enlightening in that way where I don't even know that, I mean, I'm not traumatized from this lifestyle. I'm really grateful for this lifestyle and I love, I love living it. I wouldn't trade it truly for any other, anything else because I think there's so many unique and cool possibilities that are open because of it it's like going from a van to a bus in some ways where you know when you're in a van like you're grateful for that experience you're pumped you're going out there you're doing the thing you're building these relationships and then you move to a bus and like even on the worst day you're still in a bus yeah and it's it's not complaining i think it's more just commiserating isn't even the right word it's it's just finding sameness and that's what humans want to do is recognize that we're all 
different in a lot of ways, but we're also really very much the same. And we experience these things together. We're not crazy. We're just talking. We're just sharing our lives. And I'm glad you guys are here. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. But I agree. I agree with that. All right. So our next question is maybe even a little bit harder than the last one. (laughs) So Adam and I have been together for 15 years. We have a teenager. Y'all have been together even longer. And so Claudio and Adam, you know, just kind of like put on your thinking hats and, and maybe like what advice for the wives or the partners at home would you give someone, you know, like a new wife or a new mom that that you have learned about us or about our experience or what we've communicated to you? Could you give any advice to the band wives? Claudio, go ahead. You're making crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Again, I'm just uh, not really um an an advice person i guess i i I almost want to say that my answer from before sort of spills into this one um just the patience of of you know it's like you have to not that you need to enjoy being alone because there are those times where it's just going to feel like you are you are alone you are alone um, and there are going to be times where, again, the receiving end, sometimes there's just that it's life happens and, and you can't always be there um, for someone. But that doesn't diminish your connection at all. So it's it's just that like understanding and that patience with your with your person that. That you need to embrace. Don't take it personal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, just putting these words together. Um, <laughs> you great. Uh, and, and and maybe and maybe some sexy attire. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Patience that and lingerie. That too. There, there. Okay, there's. Please. Um, I think that. No, I think that's really good advice because all of that is very true. And then just the patience too, because it's like, you know, like you're not always going to be on the same wavelength. And and there's, because it's a different set of, it's a different set of things that you'll, that you're dealing with like with whoever's gone is dealing is on their trip and then whoever's home is on their trip, you know, having to do those things. So, so it's to, I think to expect to always meet up at the exact same spot is, is uh, an unrealistic expectation. And then, so how do you, how do you deal with that? You know, like, how do you, um, how do you process that? And well, with, with the, with the patients that you were just talking about just because there's no other way you know it's like oftentimes like it's just hard sometimes because like you'll have like you know we'll have just 
this sick show and everything will be great and everybody will be in this great mood and then like you'll call home and it'll be like the house is burning down ah and then mm. so so like polar opposites or vice versa you know like you'll just be having like this terrible day and like shows terrible you to tear everything sucks why am i doing this oh my god i'm not good i'm not good at anything like you're having one of those days and then you call home and they just had this great day and everything's going smooth and you're like like god ah, well this sucks even more <laughs> like so, <laughs> so so it's so it's just yeah like you just need to be I think the advice of, of the patients is kind of like a, is just a really good one. And I think it applies a lot to this and, and what we were talking about earlier. Kind of like taking things day by day, accepting what it is. Just rolling with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is just real good. Just life advice. I think like if there's people that are listening that like aren't married or anything like that, I mean, I think that's just good life advice is like because you can't like you're only one person and there's only so much you can do and there's only so much that like your partner or like your friend or somebody else can do you know so like just being patient with yourself and the people around you that's that's not always easy to do but great advice totally well i feel like this next one um people struggle with if only i had the questions beforehand <laughs> i would know you're, you're, it's better on the fly honestly right? you're doing fantastic adam sometimes we have guests on who really struggle with this one and freeze but neither of you are going to do that because you're professionals so uh. you two can like roll a <laughs> dice and decide who's going to go first okay but the question is what do you know to be true about yourself, the world, and the universe? Three questions in one. Mm. So, wait. So, it's my... Oh, hold up. Okay. So, myself. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Claudio's crying. Oh, no. He's going it's great. It's mm. going great. It's just like Hulk Hogan. Mm. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's big loss. No problem, brother. I'll get him next time. Um... Wait, myself, what was the second one? The world. World. Yep, world and the universe. It's like a, a like a Russian stacking doll. Um. Okay. I'm going to die. The world's going to die. The universe is going to die. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're all going to die. It's true. It's true. Oh, tasty licks. We're all gonna die. Wow. This is okay. Well, this yeah. has been a really uplifting holiday. Uh, <laughs> holiday. Happy holidays. Listen, you gotta be true to yourself. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fun brand. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I agree with Claudio. That's something <laughs> that uh, is true. Uh, it's a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes you need to take your medicine. <laughs> and and, and um, I think a thing that I'm that I've realized I'm, I have to constantly remind myself of is like 
there's so much that I just don't know. And that's okay. Uh, there, there's like, I feel like for like a long time that I would, uh, or like just even like with my personality, you know, if there was like one specific thing I didn't know anything about, well, I'm just going to go on a binge and learn everything I can and like, and like get obsessive and strange, or like I would get really, uh, frustrated, if I was like with myself or then with other people, you know, like I, like when I was younger, I remember like, I would like feel embarrassed. Like, you know, if there was something that I didn't know, like be it something small or something larger. So, uh, but as I've, as I grow, like it, that, I feel like the more that I just kind of am honest with myself about, Hey, there's a lot that I just don't know. And uh, I'll, you know, figure out what I need to, when I need to. And, uh, so I think that kind of, uh, how would I tie that into your, to your thing? So myself, big dummy world, <laughs> big world universe, <laughs> even bigger. And there's a lot, I don't know about all three. <laughs> I love it. I love yes. It. Humble. Perfect. Great answers. So, in summary, we're all going to die. Yep. And there's a lot we don't know. For sure. Yeah. That's Man, this inspiring. is uplifting. Yeah. Oh. Uplifting. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so happy holidays. Enjoy your time. Uh, we will uh, hopefully see you next Maybe. time. Maybe, so long yeah. as the world doesn't implode and we die. <laughs> we don't know. I told Claudio yesterday, you know, I think tonight three ghosts are going to visit you with that attitude. Mm, yeah, <laughs> for real. Man, I would, I would, there's been times to, like, growing up, so, like, my grandmother, her, like, favorite Christmas movie was The Christmas Carol, but one specific one with Alistair Sims. And, uh, and, and so I've been watching it, since, like, for as long as I can remember. And, and uh, I also remember being a kid, like, why can't, three ghosts visit me. I don't want that to happen so bad. And that's something that has not changed about me is I still wish that would happen. We just took the boys to see the Christmas Carol in, at the theater, Charlotte. And it was amazing. Oh my God. I love it. Yes, they did. They were like they reciting were... the lines afterwards together. Yeah. Oh, cool. and, and it's like awesome too, because they're like when they are both excited about the same thing and talking about it it's just the best thing to watch and it and to and to be like a like a fly on the wall for and and that was one of those things was that play and it's like the city theater you know and they did it it was just fantastic and then so where it is the theater where it is like i guess there's like a real big fire and then so they rebuilt a lot of it and it just like the room like the main room and everything like there was something about you know like certain venues like you walk in the room and you just feel like uh like you stand up a little taller and like there's something like inspiring you know or or like some little bit of that mm -hmm like that uh i don't know the word for it but like it gets your uh gets your blood pumping better i don't i, I don't know but 
that's what that room felt like. So that whole experience was real awesome. That just reminded me that Adam really is a Nepo baby because <laughs> his dad has a theater degree, actually, oh. before he started building mm. boats. So it's in his True. blood. Oh. Yeah. So the theater. The theater. Dude, I <laughs> love it. I cannot get enough. And I, I like think for years I forgot how much I loved it. And then but because we went to uh, we went and saw um, like the cursed child. We oh. we saw er, earlier in it in the year and um, school. oh so sick and then like so we saw that and then we've seen wicked like the traveling one and then this other thing and I'm just like oh my god like this is like I love everything about it I love how they do the lighting I love how they build the sets like I love just the whole thing it's so great so which has led me to be like all right guys here's what we need. We need a set designer and I want to, we're going to go find this. We're going to build everything ourselves. It's going to be great. I have a jigsaw. It's going to be, and like the whole thing, which like then the reality sets in. It's like, okay, we'll just pick a backdrop, I guess. Adam, I think you should play Scrooge when you're, you would be good at it. You probably know most of the lines. You guys could put on a family production. Oh, like the Van Trapp. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Yeah. How cool is it when you take your kids to something like that and you can just see it in real time, like imprinting on their brains and that something oh. is happening? Yeah. It's so magical. It's, but man, because Asa did not want to go. He, oh, would, God. He, he was like, why do I have yeah. to go? This is the worst. Blah, like the whole fucking thing. And then, uh, <laughs> and, and like, then we get there. And he's like sitting down and he was like, oh, I can't really see because the people in front. So I had my coat and I folded it and put it in his chair. Perfect booster for him. And he was just like the whole time, you know, like his eyes are, and just smiling and laughing. And it was just that's probably another reason why I loved it so much was more like because to be able to watch them take it all in is like just yeah, there's not much better than that. Mm. Yeah, it's a game changer. We took Addie to see Hamilton last year because he was obsessed with it from the pandemic, from watching the show, um, yeah. the Disney version. Yeah. And we had seen it a couple of times before that because we had a, a friend who was in it. So Claude and I had been, and it was it's a great show. But seeing it with him, it was like... Our boys would love that, too. Oh, uh, I could it. only imagine. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. We thought, you know, it's a long show. It's like a yeah, it's like three hours, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a commitment. So we didn't know how well he would do, but he was in it, tearing up at one point. There was at the end when yeah. she like, you know, she lights the letter and puts it in, and it's just that moment of silence. And I'm looking at him, and he's like, his eyes are so wide. Also, because there's real fire in the theater. yeah, and it's completely silent. And he goes, what? What? <laughs> Like couldn't handle it. <laughs> <Just like. laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! So cute and so amazing. I mean, he would make us sing like three part harmonies for the sisters <laughs> and do the dance. Amazing, yeah. Man, yo, after we saw the Hamilton or like the Disney or like because we've never seen it in real life, but that rotating stage, I was like, email, 
How do we get rotating <laughs> state? How expensive is ro- Oh my god! And I still think about it all the time because how cool would that be? Oh, that cool. scene is so awesome! Oh my god! And they she does the rewind. Oh my yeah. God. It's the only musical that, well, aside from maybe Sweeney Todd, that we would just listen to the soundtrack just constant. I mean, it's so oh, good, so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really familiar with Sweeney Todd, but that's they made the the movie with Johnny Depp, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that. Cause I like, think I went to watch it with Keaton when he was younger, but it was like too, like he was still a little too young and then we never revisited it. Yeah. Cause it is about eating people. So yeah, there's like a, (laughs) Oh Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're not scary movie people. We're not like dark anything. Yeah. It's so sort of like a borderline horror. I mean, it is horror. Yeah. Claudio loves the the music a lot. Yeah, I think the music is is fantastic. Like everything about it, the orchestrations. I think even the everything. I think it's probably my my favorite musical. Oh man, it is. You know, like that. Is it Christmassy? Like, Maybe it is. Kind of. It's got like a Christmassy vibe to it. Winter. Not, yeah. London winter feels like it could be a Christmas Carol, terrifying Christmas Carol, a murder Carol. <laughs> All right, well, this has been amazing. Yeah, but have you seen it with murder? <laughs> <laughs> right. You and Keys will have to check it out, Adam. I bet he, he likes. He always wants us to watch scary movies with him, and we always say no. So maybe this could be like a gateway. Yeah, it's not like yeah. grotesque and no. you know, more implied. Yeah. I think that's one of the ways that Keaton rebels with us is that he knows we both hate scary movies. So he's always trying to watch them to let us know, hey, I'm my own person. See, because I love this and you hate it. But he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, no. Changers. <laughs> you guys are in it. We're in it. All right. Well, I think we should um time to move on probably. Um these are our rapid fire questions, but time to move oh. on. Yeah. Time, time to get, get going. going. What lies ahead? I have no way to go. All right. Well, you really have no way. Who is that? Pete, Pete Seeger? Pete. Yeah, Pete. It was uh or Pete Seeger? Is <laughs> no, that his name, Pete Seeger? Pete Seeger is uh is um like more like uh like folk like older folk like he has like he looks now what? oh shoot is he still left is Ugh. Pete Seeger a real person no Bob, Bob Seeger right <laughs> Cleo and I have this running joke no, that but he doesn't know who Pete Tom Seeger is. Pete Seeger is also a real person he has a ripping right hand for finger picking. Are you making this up? Are you just playing? I think he is no, a real person. That sounds dude, familiar. He's like a He's like a folk, very famous folk singer, duh. And then um, (laughs) he, uh, he, oh, he passed away in 2014. And then, but he, um, you know, he was like, um, uh, I'm like trying to think. Uh, like we shall overcome is one like he like this like there's a lot of like Woody Guthrie kind of okay. that uh-huh. same orbit but he was a bit older and then uh uh so yes there is a Pete Seeger and then sometimes he gets 
it's like he would get like real preachy though so i like think that's why i didn't um he didn't make the mainstream as much as the bob version <laughs> yeah well like you know how like joan Baez would get like real like and you'd be like all right dude i don't want it this is all so heavy like i'm not like i can take in small doses but not like big and then so pete Seeger was more like in that camp like joan Baez, and then and and then of course bob Seeger. Steve Miller, that's who I was thinking of. Steve Miller. But um, yes, the that was Tom cowboy. Petty. Different. Yeah. yeah. Some people yeah. call him Maurice. Do you know that? Mm. All right. Yeah. That was fun little Sorry. tangent there. No, I love, Sorry. I love no a tangent. Sorry. All right. So. Misha, Misha was so sweet. She like brought this coffee and then I just drank the whole thing. So I'm. Oh, I wish I had that. <laughs> so I'm all so I'm all yipped up right now. Well, all right. So speaking of Pete Seeger and Joan Baez, uh fellas, what are you binge watching, reading, or listening to right now? Ooh. I've been I've been listening to I can't get enough post Malone. I love post Malone. And then so um, and how it happened was because it because at first I was like, what is this bullshit? Oh, but like like the whole thing. But then it was Camille Nolan John's wife. And then she was like uh, and it was about Juice World. She brought up Juice World and she said, Adam, I think you would really like it. And then I'm like, all right, well, she wouldn't just say that to me. And then so I listened to it and I, and I was like, holy shit, like I really like this. And then I went back and listened to Post Malone. And then this past summer, the tour we did, it was like transportation nightmare. And then uh, I was just tired and kind of grumpy all the all the time. But Andy, you 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 guys talked to Ann, and then but Andy um, has a great knowledge of current pop music, and so he would we would just listen to like top forty pop music, and then we started to get like go down some rabbit holes, but. Um, Post Malone, man, can't beat him. So that's what I'm binging right now. Long answer. Sorry. You guys were saying it's like rapid fire. And then I'm like, oh, I got this. <laughs> and then there's someone with a little belt, like a bullet belt feeding the gun. I feel like it hasn't been rapid fire like one time. We always, we're, we're, we're tangent central over here. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So when it's rapid fire, should the answer be quick or? Can no, it do, be... You do you. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm reading at the moment, I'm reading uh, Cinema Speculation by that Quentin Tarantino uh, book. So I'm reading that at the moment, as well as uh, uh, Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. It's sort of the nightly ritual I do with Atlas. I'll read him. Uh, That's my chapter. favorite one. Oh, is it? Yeah. So far, it's turning out to be that for me. I, to be honest, I haven't seen all of the Harry Potters or read any of them up until, up until now yeah get like, off this conversation well, get out yeah no more questions for you well no i'm definitely becoming a, a fan no. of it <laughs> um but, um, first but time yes. we're here wow but it's cool but it's cool it's because it's kind of our thing now you know because yeah i don't yeah. know it and like i'm not you know, so I'm learn I'm learning about it as as he is. Uh, so that so those are the things that I'm reading at the moment. I actually tried oh, to reread uh, reread Lord of the Rings while I was on the last tour in Europe because it's been 20 years since I read it. Because um, uh, 
I read it back. So it's when... the first time you read it, you were seven years old. <laughs> what? What's this? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. The first time you read it 20 years ago, you were seven. Oh, yes, yes. I was seven yes. years old and I was writing in mm -hmm. Keeping Secrets at the time. And by the way, <laughs> so the funny thing is, is when I was reading Lord of the Rings back then 20 years ago, uh, the original name for In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 was the Upper Armories of Third Deep taken from an insert uh, inside the book that Gandalf reads uh, inside the Mines of Moria. But then I realized, OK, well, I'm creating my own sort of mythology. I should probably not lift this from this one, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, but it was, you know, so I, I was re never go full Zeppelin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. His seven year old brain was like Google search. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, as far as like as far as binge watching, uh, we finished uh, season two of White Lotus and have restarted or I started season one. I haven't seen it. And I actually enjoy the, I enjoy the show. Um, and then as far as listening, I mean, it's really like kind of Christmas holiday music, but outside of that, yeah. Um, it's whatever they play on hot 97. Um, uh, Ebro My in the man. Morning. love hot 97, <laughs> but the one song that really sort of resonates is, uh, Titi, my, I, I don't speak Spanish. That's the funny thing is, yeah, that one, the Bad Bunny song, that one, like for some reason, oh, like Bad Bunny. Yeah, um, I might be a Sanchez, but I don't speak Spanish. Um, but yeah, that song is actually hitting me. <laughs> That's, but only because Hot ninety seven plays it in the morning. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna listen to that song after oh, this. I just take a selfie, say cheese. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's it, dude. Anytime I like you stay up at night, like, oh my god, these words aren't good enough. How do I make them better? Oh, like losing my brain, and then take a selfie, say cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. don't overcomplicate it. All right, no, mm -hmm. when you hey, have you guys watched his dark materials yet? No. Not the not the movie, the series. No, not yet. Oh, it is out of sight. It is good. so good. Those books are great. Highly recommend. Just the yeah, the story is so good. But I just like they did see because they made a movie like years ago with uh, Nicole Kidman was in it. Sam. And Sam Elliott was in it. Love Sam Elliott. And then. Uh, but this series is like mountains, worlds better than that movie. And in the books, if you're familiar, they have this thing to to where uh, they call them their demons. And it's basically like their soul or their spirit. And it's a it's an animal form. And they're like inseparable and they can speak with one another, you know, like, for instance, uh, the the um, uh, Azrael, like his is like this snow leopard and they talk. And like so it's kind of like their conscience almost, you know. And and I just love that idea so much. Very similar to Full Circle. Get this earlier when we were talking about. And I was like, man, you know what I wish? I wish I would get visited by three ghosts. Why can't that happen to me? Same thing with this movie, with this story and the show is like, oh, I want that so bad. It's like if they're familiar, kind of. Yeah. It's just kind of like your best friend. It, yeah, like it like just always kind of hanging out with you and keeping you on. It's basically like real life Jimmy, uh, Jiminy Cricket. Mm -hmm. Only it could be anything. Could be a bird, could be a snow leopard, 
could be what's another animal? Could be a dog. I can never find could, animals on the spot. <laughs> like I don't know a single animal. I don't know. <laughs> no animals. <laughs> Sorry. When I was a kid, I wanted to be in the movie Casper so bad. I just wanted to live in that old ass haunted house with that ghost man. And, you know, I know what that feels like. It's a real struggle. Multiple ghosts, though, because, right? I think mm. there were multiple ghosts, but I really was mostly interested in Casper because he was really Devin Sawa under. Yeah. Who's that? He was, oh, he was like the hot shit in the 90s. Yeah, it's yeah. like Big Crush. Mm. Like, he was like David Koresh? Hot. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Man. Not David Koresh. Not like that. That's what I heard. No, Yo, he was like he's like our Timothy Chalamet. He like was. he was the yeah. Then he went on to do all those scary movies about um, untimely deaths. Final Destination. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. What's his name? Devin Sawa. Mm. Devin. You're gonna recognize S- him. S S A W A W A. Oh, there he is. Okay, let's see. But there's a lot of people listening. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Exactly he was a dream poet. Yeah, I know yeah, this he guy. Is yeah. Dreamy. Yep. There's, uh, um, I don't know who that is. I mean, he's no Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but he was okay. cuter. I think he was Thought cuter. so too. Yeah. What? Yeah, JTT yeah. was Jonathan good. He like kind of looks like uh, Draco Malfoy. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Oh, That's Harry why we like him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there we go. Yes. <laughs> he appealed to the See what I did there? It's all a circle. <laughs> oh, I know that. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, yes, I see. Well, since we got to keep this train rolling, you guys, Christmas is waiting. All right? Choo-choo. Mm. Our lives the outside these Express. doors. <laughs> <laughs> what would your theme song be? Like a, like a Christmas song? Any song. Like a song, if you walked into a room and you could think of a song that embodied all that you are. Um, I answered this question. But I'm going to take it back because I've already made a Hulk Hogan reference on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I am a real American will not be my intro song. Adam, I'm sorry if I interrupted you. Do you have, do you have, have a, have like a one Hulk Hogan story quota per interview? Absolutely. (laughs) He's like, yeah, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) So if it's not that, then what is it? It's happiness is a warm gun by the Beatles. Oh, wow. That's a um, good one. Uh, bang, bang, shoot, shoot. I, lo- I love that part of that song. Uh, it, um, I don't know. Why are you shaking I your would head, have to. No, I'm just taking it in. I don't like the Beatles, so I don't know. I'm like, yeah, okay. What? I know. It's so weird. It's I know. so good. I mean, I'm I mean, not going to I, I like them more oh. because our son loves them, but not for like me. Like all of it? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah, well, not all of it. I mean, I like you know some of the jams. I know I know a lot of the Beatles, but I wasn't like this is not something that I really listened to growing up. So I think it's just not in yeah. that conscious, like part of my subconscious, I guess. Wait, I know. So like, is it just because there's different eras of the Beatles? You know, like some people don't like the Help era era stuff, but they'll love like Sergeant Pepper's. Right? Yeah, all eras. All of it. Just um... have you listened to? let it be naked yeah it's really good so let it be is now like one of my favorite records of all time because our son was so obsessed with it we listened to it every morning for like two years straight so good it's like therapy now but now it has an importance to me that i think makes it really feel good but i just didn't have a lot of it it wasn't like part of our my dad was like we listened to the beach boys or you know there was there are things that were part of 
um, like, you know, my psyche, but that just didn't really enter it for some reason. So yeah. Unpopular opinion. Wow. John Lennon. There... I love John Lennon. My mom listened to John Lennon all the time growing up. Um, but yeah. There's some, some of those John Lennon records are, it's, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. And now <laughs> as a grown through. up, I'm like, we were talking about how like Paul McCartney has simply having a wonderful Christmas time. So, yeah, oh. And then, and it's like, <laughs> we're just having fun. We're having a great time. It's very peaceful. Let's just enjoy Christmas. And then John Lennon comes out like, yeah, but what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. What? Merry Christmas. The war is over. The war, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's if like you battle it. track. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> battle. There's, but like that's the thing, though. They talk about that, like in, a, like in a lot of the Beatles stuff is, or like Paul McCartney talks about that a lot. Like, like how John Lennon would always come in with, like, oh, there's just, um, there's this one example specifically they talk about, and I can't remember the song now. But he's saying like that, like they were kind of like the yin and yang because yeah. like he yep. would like paul paul mccartney would come in more like on like the sunny side and mm -hmm. then lennon would come in and balance them out like a i don't know the song but the mccartney line is like uh, uh, uh things couldn't get better and then john lennon's line the answer to that is couldn't get much worse you know <laughs> and and so wouldn't get much we'll have to admit it's getting better uh, it's getting yeah better. yeah thank you all the time all the it time. can't get much worse oh, it's, Beatles were one of my favorites so those those types of those types of bands and those types of collaborations those yin and yangs Beatles Pink Floyd with Roger and Gilmore like just when and that era of that band I always loved that and and it was funny too because the dark side of the of the creation they were always less of the singer you know yeah. you think of roger waters you think of john lennon i put i put them in like the same sort of delivery class as i would put gilmore and and paul mccartney very beautiful sounding you know um you know yeah and the others just kind of harsher and meaner yeah dark like there's like a little like eeyore clout oh well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> You need that. You need that in a in a good relationship, I think. Any kind right. of relationship. Yeah. Find indeed. center. What about you, Adam? Is it a Beatles song? I, you guys both go in Beatles? I forgot the question. Oh, oh, they um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to I don't want to give the wrong answer. There's, there is no wrong answer. I know. It's like the Christmas gift choice yeah. right now. Yeah. It, this is you don't have to hold to this forever. Yeah, this can we, just yeah, be for we, right now. Oh, for now, um, this instant in your life, it like feels like the Price is Right thing. Oh, there you go. Like, like, because I, because I feel like there's a part of me inside that's screaming, like I just want to take it easy and have everything just mellow out, and I like like we're like like i just want to do that all day and then so so I, but you have to gear yourself up because you're a grown-up you got real shit to deal with so so that's what happens in my head before i walk into anywhere Fair. <laughs> so the price Fair. is right that's your that's oh my god with. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just I'm gonna I can't wait until um after this when you come in the room that you're across from me and and you're like, oh that went well. I'm like, yeah, can you believe the first thing that came to my mind was the price, the price is right? Is right. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch the documentary about the guy who like nailed the price is right? Cracked the code. Yeah, it's like a true crime documentary. But yeah, he would go and sit in the audience and tell people and just like scream out like what things were worth so that people would win. Yeah. Oh. I don't I don't I don't see what's wrong with that. Me neither. They said it wasn't cheating. There's nothing in the rule book that says that that wasn't, you know, allowed or whatever. Yeah. What wow. an what a nice guy too. Right. Like yeah. he's like yeah. going like, you know what I'm going to do today? I want to make sure one of these people wins that new dining room set because totally. it's going to be great. Yeah. From Broy Broy Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah Broy Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there there uh that like the first thing that made me think about was was like a uh, card counting like in Vegas, but it's not even and like even that, I mean I don't really see the problem like, like uh it's, well no it's not like that. Sorry, they're, they're, I was about to make an analogy, but it was a bad one. And, it, and mm. but it's like yeah, like somebody outsmarted your game. They figured it out. Mm -hmm. So you so. The answer shouldn't be like, well, stop that person. The answer should be, well, shit, we need to work harder and make this better. So, Adam, if you had to name my theme song, and Claudio, if you had to name Chandra's theme song, what would you pick for us? Raining Blood, Slayer. <laughs> mm. Oh. Because you're kicking ass and you're taking names, man. <laughs> scary yeah <laughs> um that is uh no you said it i guess that's it no i was trying to make you laugh and <laughs> but not all they can't all be winners okay mm -hmm. and that one just didn't make the cut so i'm gonna try harder after claudio goes okay um i don't know pretty woman by Roy Orbison. Aww. Walking down the Roy. street. <laughs> see, see. Thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. Remember when we were friends a few minutes ago? That was awesome. Yeah. Um, we always joke that if like we had had a wedding and and uh, we're and... married. We had a wedding, but a small one. Well, like, no, like if we did like the whole like big a, thing. Yeah. A Sorry. Whole like. Yeah. Like if. We had like a proper like uh, wedding with like with with our families all together and stuff. And, you know, like they do like the dance, like the couple's first dance that we would do um, that uh, bad as me by Tom Waits. Like uh, it's just a really great song. But our I can just see the look on my dad's face and it would be so, so, so wonderful. <laughs> I love that. That is um, a good one. You guys should do a, a vow renewal. We've always said we were going to do that. We're going to do it at 10 years, and now we're coming up on 15, or we're already at 15. Do that dance. Do a little dance. <laughs> Make a little love. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, no, now I feel bad. Um. I think that is me is a good one. Yeah. I like that. There's a... Billy Joel, what's the song? Um, but she's always a woman to me. That's a great song. Evil. No, I was just you're, trying to you're make gonna change yours to evil no, woman. No, no, I was just trying to no. 
I didn't know. Oh, so woman. I didn't know that in in that song they were saying evil woman. I always thought it was a legal woman. Oh, that's a great song. I like that. One. But they're saying evil. It's like yeah. e- evil woman. I didn't know. And it and it uh it like came up on something like a like a playlist or something or like just and I like saw the name and I, and I, I was like, oh evil woman <laughs> like all these years that's so funny what's the michael jackson song um don't stop till you get enough i used to think it said and you go to the post office i don't know any words to any songs yeah you really learn that when you do karaoke which we all did together and i did it with <laughs> yeah. my friends a few like like a week a couple weeks ago and I'm like, huh, I never knew. Like, there's this, you know, one line, some 90s song that you never knew, yep. you didn't know. Usually it's a horrifying line, and you're, like, appalled <laughs> to have learned it. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. We listened to, like, the Celine Dion. Um, it's a, one of the famous Celine Dion songs. It's, and um, My, my uh, heart will go on. <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> like, t- like, like. Uh, Beyond any law should allow. You know Wait, what I'm talking what? about? <laughs> there was passion. And- yeah, that song is it's so messy. Up. It's pervy. It's problematic. I they are, need to get away from each other. Just go look at the lyrics, okay? Beyond go look at the lyrics and take my word for it. Allow. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's so so. Touch what? me like this. Oh, um, you, you touch like me like this. Yes, that's all. Oh, but the lyrics are troubling. Perhaps now well, is a good time to read them. With flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm googling this. Right now. A lot of like uh, back and forth in that relationship it doesn't. Oh out. yeah, touch me like this. I mean, just looking at those words together, it's already naughty. Yeah. Not even just naughty. It's like, wait, did something bad happen? And you're not telling us. This is terrible. Oh, terrible the news. song is called "It's All Coming Back to Me Now." Oh yeah, yeah. But it's all coming back to me now. Yep. There were nights when the wind was so cold that my body froze in bed. And if I just listened to it right outside the window, there were days when the sun was so cruel that all the tears turned to dust. And I just knew my eyes were drying up forever. I finished crying in the instant that you left. And I can't remember where or when or how. I banished every memory you and I ever made. Well, it just sounds like she's. When does it get uh? When does it get uh? No, you, you just know? gotta do the whole yeah. thing yeah. because then she's like, "I banished all our memories. You tortured me and were awful." But then she says, "But." But when you touch me like this, yeah, and yeah. you hold me like that, well, yeah. no, I gotta admit, it's all coming back to me. I... Let's do some sexy stuff that laws don't allow. That's essentially <laughs> what she's saying. It's yeah. very. Oh yeah, Land. there were it. Oh, it's so much more dirty than that though, because it's a. There were endless. <laughs> there were nights of endless pleasure. Oh, it was more than any laws allowed. <laughs> What's happening in there? Which, which living in the south and being from the southeast immediately makes me think <laughs> they were doing butt stuff. No, oh. is that illegal? Probably. And <laughs> there's valid. always like some story about some nutbag politician like yeah. we need to make sodomy illegal it's like what 
the hell's wrong with you, man? It's like, no, you got, you got to <laughs> like, like fix the schools first and then we'll get to butt stuff, <laughs> you know, but like. Right. That, I'm with that, that was great. Leave it I think we just found the quote of the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fix the schools first, uh, then we'll get to butt stuff. Kind of feels like a Celine Dion lyric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know. Ooh. When you see... Uh, okay. When you see me like this and when I see you like that, then we see what we want to see. All coming back to me. The flesh and the fantasies. Yeah, they need therapy. They need to like therapy to like get back to reality. It's true. It's like they met on Love is Blind or something and we're watching their relationship implode in real time. The flesh (laughs) and the fantasies. What a strange choice. You were saying earlier, words are really cool. Those words are the words that are not cool. Yeah. I don't like flesh. I don't, you know. Flesh. No, no, no. Pleasure. Flesh, that should have been the name of the Fleshy song. Fleshy pleasure. <laughs> no cellar oh. door, you know what I mean? Mm. No. Like from Donnie Darko? Yeah. Exactly. Cellar door. Drew Barrymore. Well, um, we've covered a so lot So this here. guy named Jim, 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 <laughs> Jim Steinman wrote that song. Steinman oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, of course oh, he did. Oh, yeah. 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 Wild. And that to her on a platter. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're on to the last question. Is that right, Chandra? Uh, I think we are. One. The very last one. I'm going to miss you guys, though. So We got to get the hell out of here. I know. We got gifts to wrap, wow, gifts to pick, real? nog to drink. See, it goes fast in here, right? That's what we do. We disappear into these like office holes, and then we just look up lyrics for two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, but for real, she says flesh and <laughs> pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, quick, quick. One last thing. Claudio thought that the knights in white satin was like knights, like with a K and I-G-H-D. And of course were, I did. And that that. Were, Why would you reveal that? I think it's the cutest thing. It's so adorable. <laughs> that they were just like... For we are the knights in white satin. <laughs> and we will avenge your honor <laughs> for flesh and pleasure. Beautiful satin clad knights fighting and jousting <laughs> oh, in the fields. Wow. I love it. It's actually made that sound terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, they didn't have bleach back then. Could you imagine <laughs> trying to clean that satin after... No matter where it was. After a battle? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're just, like, it. beating it in a river to try to get it clean, and it's <laughs> never coming clean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in addition to satin sheets, what is a guilty pleasure that you look forward to when you're on the road and alone and away from us? Ooh. Oh. Knights in white satin. Speaking of knights in white satin. My hand all alone. (laughs) (laughs) Close the blinds. Oh, God. Speaking of of funny uh, song lyrics. So I love My Morning Jacket. They're one of my favorite bands. And um, he had like he'll sneak some like really weird stuff in there. But they have this song, and I think it's uh, I was gonna. We need look like it, no uh, googling. Oh Google. yeah, sorry. My morning jacket is actually the thing that Claudio looks most forward to. You got it. <laughs> that's right. No, that's perfect. I'm that one fella from uh, White Lotus. Oh. After I go for my morning jog, I pull out the porn. I took out all the toxins. Oh my god! Well. 
Now I'm not even going to watch the show because. So oh no, that happens early. That you're you're not. Oh. you're not spoiling it. It's yeah, just yeah. a character. You know, Mike Tyson used to not do that because it was those toxins that helped him to fight with more fervor. That's mm. interesting. Create like some frenetic energy, maybe. Yeah, just because you're so mad and. But, um, <laughs> there's a uh, uh so the line in this uh my morning jacket song is uh a good shower head in my right hand the two best lovers that i ever had but he sings it so beautifully that i never knew that those were the words and one day i was uh because a lot of their records they don't put the words in the liner notes mm. which is fine and then but they um and then i when I realized it was that I was like, uh, this whole time I've just been singing along in the car with the kids there all about uh, shower possibilities. <laughs> so is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying is your guilty pleasure? Are you doubling down? No, <laughs> sometimes I will just sit. Right. And just, just, I'll just sit and it'll be quiet. And sometimes like an hour will go by and I won't even realize it. And then I'll have to snap myself out of it. And then I feel guilty. Like, Oh my God, I should have been doing this or doing that. And then I'll have to talk myself out of that. Cause I'll realize like, no, you needed to just sit without anybody or anything, just sit. And uh, so that's probably, uh, which I don't feel guilty about it now, but I did. Um, before I overanalyzed it and overthought about it when I would first do it. That sounds so amazing. I like the it's thought. A, oh. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. No, what was one of my favorite things to do actually when I lived, when I lived up your guys' way was I would just go to this one dog park and just sit. Like I wouldn't, I would, I would get there and like take my headphones off. And then just sit and watch all these little or large or medium-sized dogs running around having the time of their lives. And it was the best. So that's something, you know, you guys could try maybe if you're bored. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know if Claudio's ever bored. <laughs> just wow. sit with your thoughts. It's, it's hard. It's really <laughs> hard. It's like hard to just sit. It's hard my, to just sit. My sit is different. Just enjoy that that why can't you just sit claudio <laughs> buddy well no. as it as it as it turns out that's turn what claudio that's claudio's special nickname yeah. i'm like it's, it's his thoughts this podcast has turned me into like a sexual deviant to the listeners They're just like this motherfucker can't What's stop jerking off he's like caligula <laughs> references yeah, like great well um, it's the most wonderful time of the year, you know. Wait, we did we get Claudius? Did uh, we ever get Claudius? Uh, apparently, I'm 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 king of masturbation mountain. So uh, give us another one. <laughs> you're sticking with that's what you want to stick with. What uh, no. one, one more thing. Give us two uh, things. No, I I agree with Adam because you know there are these moments of downtime, and whether they're like re self reflecting moments of self, um, you know, you guys are home you know, doing the heavy lifting. And that's what makes those moments that we get feel guilty. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, 
so yeah, when I'm running around uh, buying gadgets or, you know, eating Indian food on a day off, you know, you're taking care of ensuring that our son is getting an education. Um, you know, you're, you're making this household, you know, a home for him. So, so yeah, there are those moments of guilt. Yeah, sure. We're out there working, we're doing what we need to do, but there are those times, like we were saying earlier, where, you know, we're just killing hours and, uh, yeah, there, there can come some guilt with those moments. Hmm. feel guilty about that you guys should never feel guilty about that it's hard it's about heavy. what that's no about like the damn no no, no especially sorry. masturbating sorry <laughs> but about any of it you know it's like this is this is the life we've chosen and there that's just part of it is is the downtime i'm just gonna fire up pro tools real quick i'm gonna need you to say that again into <laughs> the microphone so i can uh play it later no <laughs> me didn't like that one bit <gasps> I love when you sit. I want. I don't want you to feel guilty. I tell yeah. Adam all the time, so you got to stop. The guilt is not helping anyone. Because it doesn't fix anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. It's like you're there. You're doing what you got to do to get through the day. We're doing what we've got to do to get through the day. And that's part of it. The last part of this question is, what do you think the guilty pleasure is that Misha and I do when we're home without you? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> There, Claudio, you want to uh, you want to go first? No, no, I don't. I don't. I think uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you do? What do you think? What do you think? I do? Wait, it's, it's a question. Mm -hmm. You got to answer it. I think pleasure. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure for Misha, but I know when she gets the opportunity, there will be a bath involved with a time limit minimum. <laughs> Hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Minimum. <gasps> yeah. I need it. Like kind of fall asleep in there, read a book, hang out. Time goes really yeah, fast just in the bath. Nothing. Just stare at the wall. Yeah. It's basically of sitting, but sitting. in the water. Oh yeah. yeah. Some Epsom salt, like a ton of Epsom salt, some oil. Yeah. Yeah. But I do that when he's home too. So I don't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't. What about when you're? What? What about when you're gone? I think when I'm gone, what happens in my mind is that you go through and you unorganize everything. <laughs> Vengefully, <laughs> maliciously. And then so when I get home, I either can't find anything or I'm like, what happened in here? This morning, actually, I like looked around our, our room <laughs> Cause like Misha's clothes are starting to like, just kind of <laughs> slowly, slowly to preparing to pack. So you know, and so yeah. I, so that's what she says. <laughs> but I, I uh, looked around. I'm, I'm like, oh, so uh, cause I don't want to say anything. Cause I'm like, okay, this is thin ice here. You, 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 you gotta be very gentle and fast. You know, light as a feather. You gotta run across that lake get to the other side <laughs> and uh and um yeah so so it was like man so it's uh whew, it's really closing in around here huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but and and she said the same thing she, she she's like i'm starting to pack 
I'm packing like, oh. is like um, boiling water. Mm. It's got a really steam simmer percolate and then it bubbles over but i so i have to like set things around to kind of get my eye yeah mm. i set things around before i get rid of them i was like i do a big purge this time of year i gotta get it out of here everything i've been feeling like i need to do that with uh just things in my closet because I, I just haven't really gone through everything in a long time and it's like um I like I got a new sweater because sweaters are just my favorite shit. And and uh and and I like went to like there's nothing better than like a real cozy sweater. It just is so nice. And um uh and I went to hang or no, I went to like put one away in the closet, this new one that I got, and uh um there just wasn't room to put it folded like on the on the shelf and it made me think like oh i don't want to be in this predicament i need to yeah. go through all this stuff and and uh so that's that's on my to-do list feels good does feel good yeah claudia what about chandra what is she, what is she what's her guilty pleasure i don't know she likes to shop She's a she's an Amazon box collector. She's an Amazon box collector. No, babe, but you don't understand. This is a late 2018 42 inch box. Look at it. This one has Taylor Swift on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the bath sound sounds very much like her. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what you what do you do when you're when I'm not here? I do pretty yeah. much what I do when you are here, I think. Yeah. All right. We really did it. We really did it. Oh, we did. Thank you all for coming on. <laughs> well, guys, uh turns out Misha's done. And uh Oh, we got so two hours real. and I know and change. We gotta wrap this present up. Stick some tape on it. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and offer it. Yeah. Thank you for being our partners. We love you guys very much. Yeah. I mean, truly. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, we're we're grateful for you guys. We love you and happy holidays. See you in one minute. See you in one minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I have to do is walk four feet that way. Yep. <laughs> but cool. Well, thank you, ladies, for having us on. Keep up the good work. There's even when we've been um like gone and and out at different shows and like seeing seeing people that we haven't seen in a while someone always brings up uh the podcast and how much they love it and oh and uh so keep up the good work spade yeah i have no friends they say nothing about the bet they don't even know this <laughs> exists no <laughs> no well, they who, know bloody know who <laughs> it's funny you <laughs> say that because one of the first people that told me that and it was at riot fest was uh was um travis and he was talking about he's like man like i just think it's like i mean you know not just for us but i mean for like everybody yeah i think that they that they i just think it's great and then i'm like man i agree with you but because we were talking about how i can't really listen because i'm afraid oh me too of <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what I might hear. Yeah. You know what, though, we can go really easy on you guys. We're very gentle. 
We do. Yes, and not, I, you know, I appreciate that. And we love, you know, it's 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 more. Um, I think it's more than anything. Just like, honestly, Misha and I talking about Edgar Allan Poe. So oh. dark and sad. Weekly. Yeah, Who's that? Did he write Life is a Highway? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. going to drive it all night long. <laughs> what he's most known for. Yeah. Is that Mr. Big? No, I think it's Tom. Actually, a Tom Cochran, maybe. Oh. Life's a Highway? I think so. I think that is the writer performer of that I'm song. shocked that you know that. I know. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> How, why? Like I have no idea. You're like his biggest fan club. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Are you guys going to jingle bell us on out of here or what? Somebody give us some jams. Come on. Yeah, but see, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, but there's some beautiful reverb huh? on there. Yeah, this is it. Seriously. <laughs> yep, there you go. Jingle bells. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Seriously, <laughs> I've been doing it. A... Look at this guy go. Oh, oops. Ah, well, I can't reach the sustain pedal from here. Beautiful. Oh, That's, right. uh, I've only been practicing that for two years. <laughs> And that's how much I remember. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Bye. holidays. Thank you for having us. Bye-bye. I miss you already. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>